The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. With life, family, health, and finance pulling us in every direction, we lose connection to the real self and the intuitive voice that guides us forward. We leave our dreams behind and wonder why we're not living a better life. Welcome to the show that will put you back on the path that you need to be on. Welcome to Living the Best You with Janice Darrow. Through the guidance from Janice and her guests, our intention is that you'll be inspired and have greater clarity to live a more harmonious life. Now, here is Janice Darrow. Hi, this is Janice. I love that jingle. (laughs) It makes you want to sing every time. Uh, I want to start the show and thank our sponsor, The Inner Way. Uh, It's a really great DVD about really uh, changing the way you see yourself and changing your life around that. And that's Inner Way with uh, dot com. So if you can um, take a look at that, it's really uh, very empowering. And uh, so those who haven't been on, uh, listen to the show, we usually start each show with a reflective exercise. And uh, with a reflective exercise, I'll, I'll have you close your eyes and take a deep breath in. Take it as deep as it goes and slowly exhale out. And as you're exhaling out, just release all the stress, all the worries and anxieties. Just feel it just leaving, lifting. Take a deep breath, a deeper breath. Just deeper and feel that breath go beyond your idea about yourself into that precious part of you. And as you release, stay and hold in that space of feeling precious and loved. And feel yourself get lifted and rocked and held and told that you truly are precious and lovable and you deserve to live a beautiful, loving, joy-filled life. And with that feeling, take one deep breath in, as deep as it goes, and slowly exhale and release all thoughts that are contrary to your lovable, precious self. Mm, with eyes open, welcome to the show. And so, living the best you, are we living our best selves in that space and time? And um, today we're going to talk about time. And have you ever felt in your life that, um, you know, you just didn't have enough time for everything or that something just took too much time? And or have you felt uh, a time where you're really connected to what you're doing or to another person and just felt like you're in a timeless place? Well, today's guest, Howard Falco, um, 
has have a recent release book, Time in a Bottle, Mastering the Experience of Life. And he's a self-empowerment expert, spiritual teacher, speaker specializing in self-awareness and the power of mind as it relates to the experience of life. Um, and the previous book that, that he's written, I Am, The Power of Discovering Who You Really Are, that focuses on human understanding and potential. So one thing that I've really enjoyed talking with Howard is how he takes what feels like complex, really um, complex, abstract ideas and just simplifies it in a way that's just no nonsense, there it is, and um, really with the listening of his great wisdom, you can see that the only choice is to really stand in the empowerment of that. So I welcome to the show Howard Falco. Hi, Howard. Hi, Thanks for having me on, Denise. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just been a delight reading your, your books, seeing your YouTubes. I'm really enjoying that, um, learning about uh, the way that you're relating. This information is very beautiful. So I'd like to, um, from what I'm reading, it sounds like you started out with the all-American dream, going after the, the degree and the money and the family and, and really, you know, wanting to create a stable life. And uh, in the middle of all that, if you had a, a transformation that changed the direction and the course of your life. Can you can you speak a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. Um, I like like a lot of people in in the country were searching for that ultimate achievement and that ultimate sense of completion and happiness and perfection that I could never seem to finally grasp, no matter what I did or no matter what I experienced. And it wasn't that I was unhappy with what was going on because it was enjoyable at the time. Um, and I certainly was in love with my wife and my family and, and was happy with my job. But the ultimate sense of arrival, the ultimate sense of peace never came. And I thought it had to do with money. I thought it had to do with achieving what pop culture tells us, you know, millions of dollars and, and you've arrived. And before that happened, I, I sort of realized that that wasn't really going to change the most important and fundamental things in my life that really made it worth living, which was my connections with the people that I had, uh, the experiences that I was having that had nothing to do with money, and just the general enjoyment of the presence of the experience of life. Um, money would certainly make things maybe more comfortable and maybe reduce stress in certain areas, but it could never get to the real answers that I think I was searching for. And when I realized that, I became a little bit concerned that this whole journey while I was working my butt off and basically killing myself to achieve the next thing every month or year or week, um, wasn't going to do it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was out of answers at that point. And I think that was the real transformational point for me, Janice, was that I didn't know what the purpose was of life anymore. I didn't know why we were all running around like crazy and why there was good things happening to people and bad things to others and killings and wars. And some of the real big questions of life really came to the forefront for me. And I got to a point where I just didn't feel like I was going to be able to go on unless I knew the answers to some of these questions. And mm -hmm. that's when I threw my hands up and asked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the miracle was that I was answered over the course of the next four months in a very, very profound way through a shift in my awareness. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I find that uh, for me that having that openness, uh, I had a similar openness that you did and a lot of questions of, okay, what, what's this really all about? And, and that openness also had a huge impact on me. And, I, and I, I find a lot of people I've talked to that have that openness, that just are totally open to being shown, are, are tr- kind of transformed into a new way of thinking. Do you find that to be true with the clients that you're and the people you're working with? Because you're doing a lot of sharing and teaching these these ideas. Right. right. I, I'll tell you, it depends on the individual. I see a lot of people wanting to know certain pieces that relate to the issue that they're facing. Um, I see very few that want to drink from the fire hose. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't even know I... I was going to drink from the firehouse or could. It just happened, and um, miraculously I survived it um, without, you know, taking off and running to the top of a mountain forever. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do see a lot of people asking for the answers for specific areas of their life. Yes, you have to have an openness, but I think the key word is a readiness. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's going to change the way you look at things. It's going to change the way you look at who you are. It's going to change your identity, and it's going to change your um, connection with the world around you. So you really, truly have to be ready for the information. Yeah. I also like what we talked about yesterday. Uh, for the listeners, um, Howard and I talked a little bit about what we were going to talk about on the show, and um, I shared with with you, Howard, about my experience and really how it took me so out of balance. You're talking about drinking out of the the fire hose. I, I like that that visual because that's how it felt. I felt so alive um, from my experience that I felt like it was almost my duty to do whatever popped up in my life, which meant fostering a lot of kids, traveling around the country, teaching workshops, um, and just kind of running every which way to try to help other people drink from the, the, uh, the, the uh, water. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I found that what happened for me is I was so out of balance and, and so lacking in discerning discernment that, that I ended up really kind, kind of getting discouraged and kind of a little bit um, jaded or feeling disappointed. And so I, I really appreciated when you were talking about the balance of really having the discernment. Right, and, and it can easily do that because what, when you get a breakthrough like that, you're feeling so incredibly liberated. You just want other people to be liberated as well. We see this a lot of times in religion or with somebody standing on the, on the street corner uh, with a Bible in their hands. Um, you know, that's the same thing they're really feeling. Um, mm-hmm. but, and, and you want to be able to share it, and you want to be able to um, have other people know that it, it exists. But we have to be careful when it comes to uh, a sense of obligation. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's when it can really tear at the fabric of our soul, when we feel obligated. Uh, because what I, I really learned was there truly is no sense of obligation. Um, it's all based on your intention of, of what you want to do with the information when it comes in. So um, when, when we tend to feel a sense of obligation, it can add pressure to us and, and we can suffer as a result. And that's where you mm-hmm. get out of balance. Yeah. Um, I, and I can see, I don't know if mine was obligation. I guess it can be seen that way in that I felt like I would give given so much grace that I wanted to give back. So for me, it was giving back, but then I didn't really have the discerning thought that, no, I might be getting in over my head with this much giving uh, that I needed to receive as well. And uh, so I, I, it took me a lot of years to realize 
the difference between um, giving and receiving and how important it is to receive. Right. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's important to feel worthy of what you've experienced so that you can feel, in a sense, balanced with how you're going about it. So you never feel a sense of pressure to do too many things um, with it. So that's really important to, to be open to receiving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I have a quote that um, is from your website, and you talk about whether you desire, desire greater success and abundance, better health, or more meaningful relationships, you have the ability to collapse time and realize these intentions foster um, are faster than you've imagined ever imagined possible. So I, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, two different parts of that. One is uh, you're talking about creating what you want to manifest in life. And um, so the, the question I have is, you know, I see a lot of that. I, I've, you know, the... Um, you know, law of attraction it has been around for a long time, and, and I teach vision boards and work with that. So what would you say, what do you say to people about the, the balance there, about what you want to receive in life and not becoming too me-oriented? Yeah, well, it's very important to understand that you can only be as good to your world as you are to yourself. So being me-oriented is important when you're looking for healing and when you're looking for understanding and you're looking to feel empowered in life, when you're really looking to appreciate and love more of who you are. Because otherwise it's all going to be fake and it's going to be in a way where you're trying to get what you need out of the rest of the world. So in a sense, it's inauthentic. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it's not a good exchange at times, but when it's not coming from a true giving place, when it's coming from a needful place, it can be a problem. I think when it comes to personal creation for each one of us, The more worthy we feel, the more we've truly come to accept and love who we are, the more possibility we will see for ourselves in the world. And when we can see more possibility for ourselves, then we can envision and dream and think about or idealize the things that we want to accomplish. And we can put our focus, and most importantly, the most important word is we can put our intention on the creation of that experience. Mm-hmm. And when we feel worthy enough to believe it and to put our intention on it, the next test is to see if we have the will to actually put the conditions together so that we can experience it. Mm-hmm. And well, that and- will be self-evident in our actions. Right. Yeah, that's beautiful. So you talk a lot about the worthiness and when we feel worthy. And, uh, you know, I've, wor- I've worked with a lot of people, including my own self of, wor- of my own worthiness. And um, a lot of times there's, and I've, I've seen a lot of in your writings about overcoming um, fears that are holding us back from really recognizing our true worthiness. Um, so could you speak a little bit of, sure. about this? Yeah. Fear is uh, is a hidden way to limit ourselves. So what happens is we feel a certain way about ourselves. We have a thought about doing something, and the next minute a fear comes in that says, well, if I do that, then I might feel obligated to do this. Or if I do that, they might laugh at me. If I do that, no one will like my writing. Or if I do that, this person won't like me, or maybe they'll reject me. So fear comes in to serve how we feel about ourselves at the true core. Because when we feel worthy we feel unlimited in what's possible for us to receive and experience because we love ourselves to that degree, we fear nothing. We're willing to go out there and to create from a totally fearless state of mind. And that's what really collapses 
time because then there's no hesitation in making the phone call, signing up for the dating service, sending out the resume, um, going to the gym three or four days a week, shopping at a different place where we know the food that we're going to buy is going to be more healthy to us over the course of the year and thus be more beneficial to our bodies. So all those actions end up being a result of how we feel about ourselves. So fear in itself if it comes into your mind, is really telling you that there's still some limits that need to be worked on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, and what I'm um, seeing for uh, a lot of different people I'm working with is sometimes the fear is so deeply rooted and so uh, that it almost freezes. So you're, are you recommending that recognize that the fear's there, but still go forward and and sign up for for the different or just move, take a step forward to help work with the fear? I think the individual has to be asked a simple question. Does the fear serve you in your intention? Match it back to the intention, because when you match it back to the intention, you will see the level of will in the individual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or if you'll see if it's just a dream. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's that's. And so it's sort of a test. Okay, mm-hmm. obviously that thought doesn't serve me. How strong is your will then to challenge right. that fear? Now, granted, a lot of these came from trauma or experiences that set that fear into motion in order to avoid the pain of a past experience. But do not underestimate the power of a free wheeling will. Right. Well, also, and how. Uh, we, all of us, at one time or another, when we're bumping up against our own fear or anxiety, it's serving us. I like how you put that, is to ask that question to see, you know, is it serving? Am I ready to let it go? Or do I am still holding on to how this serves me? And by having that awareness, I'm becoming more empowered because I'm aware and leaving victim, recognizing I'm holding on to that fear. I think that's wonderful mm-hmm. that you're that you're talking about this. We are um, going to have a break, and I'm talking with Howard Falco, and we will talk more about this on the other side of the break. And so, thank you. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You deserve to live the life you are meant to live. Your struggles can become the pathway to gratitude and the joy of living. The true voice of your inner you is longing to be heard by you again. Gain greater tools and awareness. The adventure is just beginning. Janice Darrow invites you to visit www.JaniceDarrow.com to learn more about the exciting work she's doing as an intuitive empowerment guide, vision board facilitator, workshop leader, and inspirational speaker. Your path begins with a single step. That's JaniceDarrow.com. J-A-N-E-S-E-D-E-R-R-O-U-G-H.com. Do you think about losing weight and living a healthier life? Are you ready to make a change but don't know where to start? Then you need to know about The Inner Way, a life-transforming inspirational DVD that will teach you how to change your thinking and change your life. Using the law of attraction, The Inner Way will explain why we become what we think about most and show you how to start attracting the things you truly want in life. The Inner Way is an exercise plan for your mind. 
Experts like Bob Proctor and Gay Hendricks will guide you through an abundant variety of tools to help you remap your thinking and start focusing on living the life you were meant to live. If weight loss and health always seem to be on your to-do list, you can get started today by visiting TheInnerWay.com. That's www.TheInnerWeigh.com. Watch the trailer, read the reviews, and discover why people are calling The Inner Way a film that everyone should watch. It's time to take that step toward the you that you were meant to be. It's time to experience The Inner Way. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. tuned in to Living the Best You with your host, Janice Darrow. To reach our show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to JaniceLD at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to Living the Best You. Hi, my name is Janice, and our guest today is Howard Falco, and um we are, he is the author of newly released Time in a Bottle, Mastering the Experience of Life. And uh, we've been talking about, really about uh, empowerment. I guess we're going to boil it down to that. So, and before the break, Howard, you and I were, we were talking about emotions and really fear and how fear could really um, be seen as sometimes uh a way that people use as a um, just to, to to prevent them from maybe doing life in a bigger way to take a look at it in an authentic way and, and uh, so yeah I'd like to talk more about emotions because a lot of people like to repress them we have a culture of a lot of addiction a lot of ways to avoid emotions and uh, I've, I've I've spent a lot of years working on being comfortable with emotions and I find that it's very difficult to be comfortable with my emotions in a, in a culture that really finds a lot of ways to shove them away. So tell me, tell me about what your thoughts are around emotions and about how they affect manifesting or living in our empowered self. Sure. Well, I talked at length about this in my first book, I Am, The Power of Discovering Who You Really Are. And what the emotional system is designed to do is take excess energy that we build up through our perception of things when we look out into the world and we go through our experiences, we give it a context. Uh, we interpret it in a certain way, and it generates an energy. It, well, it can generate a positive energy, a negative energy, or a neutral energy. But when the energy builds within us too much to the positive side of the spectrum, uh, the emotional system is there to help carry that energy out for us. It, energy in motion is emotion, energy in motion, uh, or emotions are energy in motion, rather. And so what we're trying to do is get that emotion out of our mind and body so that we can be in a more tolerable and balanced state of mind. That's why at a sporting event, when the home team scores the winning run in the bottom of the ninth, everybody immediately by that interaction is sent to a positive state of mind, and this all happens in a split second, and that burst of positive energy needs to be released. It's intolerable to hold it in. It needs to be released, so the hands go up in the air, the scream comes out of the mouth, the yelling, the high-fiving, until finally (laughs) enough of that energy is ejected, and they're back to a state of somewhat joy, but closer to balance than they were from that moment. 
This works the same way on the negative side. When we experience things in the world that make us feel depressed or down or low, it's because there's a buildup of negative energy happening. That's why they've actually tested um, the, uh, our tears and, and seen that the, the ions in the tears are negatively charged because mm-hmm. we're, it's a way of releasing that negative energy from the interpretation. When we hold those emotions in, and we don't allow them to come out, it causes all sorts of sickness and problems and, and uh, sends us sideways mentally because we can't function as well as when we're in a more balanced state of mind. So that's how important the emotions are. And, of course, when it gets really bad and we have no way to emote, that's why at the, at the worst-case scenario you often see suicides because people don't see a way out. There is zero hope. Mm-hmm. And the energy builds and they just feel irrational, do something irrational. Yeah, the, the pain is intolerable and they don't see a way out of the pain. That's mm-hmm. why they choose that. So it's really, really important to honor emotions and to let them flow out of you. Mm-hmm. And then once you do that, it's important to self-reflect. How did I get into that state of mind? What lie was I telling myself about who I am or the world around me based on what I experienced that caused me to feel that way? Well, I thought that that person kind of looked at me like they didn't approve of me. Or uh, maybe I interpreted that my boss really doesn't like me and he's going to fire me. Or, you know, these millions of different interpretations and feelings we have throughout the day that we create um, uh, a sense of... Uh, where we don't really like ourselves or, or, or something bad about who we are that causes this negative surge. And as I like to say, or I've said before, the, you know, any thought that causes you suffering ultimately is stemming from a lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because the truth about ourselves is something so much greater. So it's important to honor where those emotions came from and follow the, the trail back to the root of them so that you can see a different truth. And therefore, when you're in that same situation, you don't generate the same negative energy anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, what would you recommend to have, if someone really has deep, deep pain, they really have been told over and over that they're no good, they've had a lot of trauma or a lot of uh, physical, mental, emotional abuse, so there's a low self-esteem sense of that, and, and they're really trying to build themselves into a, a different place. What would you recommend for someone who's really trying to come to that place and connect to that part of them that is is lovable, precious? Well, first, I'd, I'd have to, if, if their intention is to do that, is to come to a more peaceful and um, more appreciative state of mind, uh, more fulfilling state of mind, because sometimes people may not be ready for that. They may have, that's maybe the only truth they know in life, and they want to stick to it, and they may fight mm-hmm. it. But if they mm-hmm. really, truly want that, then the first thing that I would offer is for them to reflect on the thoughts that they have about themselves, to see if they're really true anymore and find out who told them that or what experience did they have that gave them that idea themselves and then ask them to look at it in a new way. Mm -hmm. Was that ever really true about yourself? And even more importantly, is it true about you now? Because that's the only moment that really exists is this one. You're never who you were 20 years ago or or 10 weeks five ago, seconds ago. Five seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. You're only who you are now. So that, that's a, it, that doesn't matter anymore unless you make it matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. anything that anyone ever told a person that was negative or condescending was never true. Yeah. Well, you know, and I know what worked for me because I had a long way to climb to uh, feeling 
uh, uh, self-love and still am climbing it, but but definitely in a better place, is that I had to do a lot of self-compassion, a lot of telling uh, almost my little girl inside. I had to reparent that little child that never got the loving message. So, um, you know, I know that um, I, I did, you know, a little bit of what you talked about and really reflected on that I wasn't the message but for me, I also needed to parent, reparent myself right. to a loving place. One, so, of the, um, one of the first quotes in I Am is, your existence as matter is the self-evident truth that you matter. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's quite powerful. Yeah, you talk um, also, you're talking about how life is a reflection of what's going inside of us and 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 again we're talking about emotion but i have a a little bit of a a sharing and like you to elaborate a little more on that but i um have found there was a period where my business was really booming and then all of a sudden it stopped and i was talking to uh my my first husband about i i don't know what happened and he said well don't you remember you said you wanted a vacation a break <laughs> so it's like i created the break without any awareness of it and then felt like a victim and then once i became aware that i created that break of people stopped calling i started affirming that i wanted to work again and people started just automatically calling again which is why how my business has gone for 30 years with one advertisement 30 years ago is through that awareness of when it slows down what's going on so i see that you talk a lot about in uh you know from what i've been reading about that similar stuff mm-hmm. yeah i think sometimes we don't realize what our true subconscious thoughts are and feelings and what we're really trying to serve about ourselves at the deepest level um it's not always what we think it is because life can only honor what we believe to be true at the core. It's always working with us in that effort to help us serve our truth in two ways. It's either helping us confirm that what we believe to be true is true for the moment, or it's helping us to destroy that what we thought was true is really not the greater truth and bringing us to a deeper truth about ourselves. So in a way... Um, when the business went away for you, it made you challenge and question what was the awareness that brought you that experience of the business going the way you did not want it to go, which helped you to figure out how powerful you were in manifesting that, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which helped empower you for the rest of your life in different ways. Mm -hmm. So it was all part of the process to help you expand your awareness. That's what life is. That's what the, the totality of life is for, for the constant expansion of our awareness on the nature of who we are. And that is both through our joys and through our sufferings. Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about manifesting, and, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit in a, a few minutes about the time, because that's your new book is about time and how to work with time and be masterful. And I'd, I'd love to hear more about that. I wanted to just talk about how um, if somebody thinks that they want, like you're talking a lot about, well, do they really want it? How much do they really want it? So someone might think they really want, let's say, a relationship. It's like, ah, oh, I really want the love of my life. But there's another story going on. Um, right. And so how do, you, how do you bring that together for the person? How do you, you, what, what, how, how do, you do that? Self-evident. <laughs> mm-hmm. So whatever they're going through at the moment, is the raw truth 
about mm-hmm. what they have constructed to this point, what they've been looking to serve. Right. So if there's no relationship, their truth is that they really on one level don't want a relationship. Or just aren't ready for it yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aren't ready for it yet. If Now, if they're in the process of it and they have a good state of mind about it, then they're probably, well, they're probably not going to be in the situation of talking to anybody because they're okay. Mm-hmm. So usually when they're talking to someone about it, they're trying to figure it out because it's not okay. They're not happy with the way it is. And I think that is the point at which they have to reflect upon what they've done so far to help create it or what thoughts have worked against it. And that's where the new awareness can come in for them where they can go, okay, I see what I've done. Mm-hmm. Every single situation where I've had an opportunity to meet someone, I've talked myself out of it. Mm-hmm. Or every relationship that I've had, I've sabotaged the closer it got to actually me being vulnerable. And I've been protecting myself for years since I was a kid from being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And everybody yeah. said, he was the perfect guy or she was the perfect girl. Why, did, you know, why didn't it work out? Uh-huh. But there was a deeper truth there of something that was being protected. So there's a lot of different things that can surface through that conversation. And then ultimately it comes down to the will of the person to create it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But and, and in your quote that I said a little earlier, you talk about creating something faster. And now you're talking about, well, maybe it's not time. So how does that, how does that work if right. somebody... Well, but see, that is the awareness that actually helps create it faster because without that knowledge, you can't get to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll just keep going through relationships and sabotaging them. So actually by acknowledging that that's part of the process, you're actually gaining the valuable awareness about yourself that actually helps you collapse time. In other words, to create it sooner. So Mm -hmm. you're going, got it. I was sabotaging before because I was afraid of being vulnerable. What do I need to learn about myself so that I can be more vulnerable, so that I can trust life that whatever's supposed to happen will happen as long as I give faithfully and give my full heart, that eventually I will meet the right person. Because if you're looking to fulfill a truth that says, you can't meet the right person. You're going to meet a person from the opposite sex that's going to help you fulfill that, and they're mm-hmm. not going to be the right person for you, and they're yeah. eventually going to disappoint you in order to fulfill that deeper truth. If you believe that you will find the right person and that you're worthy of it and then that person exists out there, then no matter how many times you go through a relationship and it doesn't work out, you will never lose faith because you will know to the core that you're worth it, and it will show up. Mm -hmm. I have seen this over and over and over, and I've seen it in my own life. I wrote about it. Mm -hmm. But you have to truly be willing to be open and raw about yourself and what you need to learn in order to get to that vibration of consciousness where you really, truly are sending out the greatest amount of faith and love about yourself. Because anything less than that will bring you something less than that. Right. And, you know, and that's what I find, because I've also experienced uh, that in my life is, is the openness that you talk about is so important because a lot of a lot of us have thoughts about what we think we need or want, which is really not what our higher self, our greatest self really would be truly happy with. Um, so it's like do you, see, you must see this a lot working with people is, is what they think they want. And really what they really bring in on a soul level is quite sometimes different than what our ego thinks we want versus... Exactly. Our- and, but the ego is only always responding to your truth. So it's out there constructing what will fulfill the truth, not what you think you want. And there's the disconnect. If people say, I don't understand, I'm working so hard, why isn't this happening? 
Mm-hmm. Well, there's mm-hmm. still some things that need to be learned. That's where humility comes in. Humility is such a powerful thing to embrace as it relates to wisdom and personal creation. Yes. Humility gives you the vision to open up and self-reflect and see what you need to see about yourself mm-hmm. in order That's to clean out all the cobwebs. Yes, yeah, the powerful teacher that we all really would like to avoid, but turns out to be the best thing for us. Well, there you say it. There's the big reason why, is that so many people want to avoid the truth because they think it sheds some bad light on them. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's actually the information they need, you know, to create what they want, what they say that they want. So it's like a scientist, when there's a failure in the scientific experiment, they get excited because they found out something else that didn't work, knowing that they're closer to what will work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think I appreciate that thinking, having that attitude about, okay, this isn't working, what is, and doing a lot of reflection of, of our own and looking deep into our nature. Um, so, yeah, I, we are coming up for a break, and i love to talk about time and how we, how time how you see time and how we can really master the experience of life working with the concept of time. So, so, uh, and also if anyone has any questions for Howard, uh, please feel free to call 888-346-9141. We welcome questions and we'll see you on the other side of the break. Thank you. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment you deserve to live the life you are meant to live your struggles can become the pathway to gratitude and the joy of living the true voice of your inner you is longing to be heard by you again gain greater tools and awareness the adventure is just beginning Janice Darrow invites you to visit www.JaniceDarrow.com to learn more about the exciting work she's doing as an intuitive empowerment guide, vision board facilitator, workshop leader, and inspirational speaker. Your path begins with a single step. That's JaniceDarrow.com, J-A-N-E-S-E-D-E-R-R-O-U-G-H.com. Do you think about losing weight and living a healthier life? Are you ready to make a change but don't know where to start? then you need to know about The Inner Way, a life-transforming inspirational DVD that will teach you how to change your thinking and change your life. Using the law of attraction, The Inner Way will explain why we become what we think about most and show you how to start attracting the things you truly want in life. The Inner Way is an exercise plan for your mind. Experts like Bob Proctor and Gay Hendricks will guide you through an abundant variety of tools to help you remap your thinking and start focusing on living the life you were meant to live. If weight loss and health always seem to be on your to-do list, you can get started today by visiting TheInnerWay.com. That's www.TheInnerWeigh.com. Watch the trailer, read the reviews, and discover why people are calling The Inner Way a film that everyone should watch. It's time to take that step toward the you that you were meant to be. It's time to experience The Inner Way. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
tuned in to Living the Best You with your host, Janice Darrow. To reach our show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to JaniceLD at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to Living the Best You. Hi, uh, my name is Janice, and I'm talking with Howard Falco, author of a recently released book, Time in a Bottle, Mastering the Experience of Life. And uh, if you have any questions for Howard, please feel free to give us a call and ask. Um, So, Howard, we're talking about time and um, how time affects uh, just our life and, and becoming a master of time. So tell us more about that. Well, I think in the way that I explained it in the book, time is relative to our intentions. So the minute that we set an intention of something we want to do, time is born between the thought and the experience of the idea. And what Time in a Bottle offers is how that space is elastic. It can either stretch where it takes longer to create what we want because we lack the awareness, the will, the knowledge, the actions to actually create it, or by gaining the awareness taking the action, increasing our will and our belief in ourselves, we actually collapse that space where what we want happens in a much shorter experience of time. So it shows how you're really in control of that process based on those critical elements of how you see yourself, how much information you're willing to take in, and how fast you're willing to act. Now, I will say one last thing about this particular um, creation part, and that is there is a part in the process that goes to the F word, and the F word that I'm talking about is faith. At one point, after you've done all you can do, after you know you've given it everything you have, and you've put all the conditions together, you've gained all the awareness, you have to leave it up to life mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. other end at some point to give you exactly what you need in the moment. I mean, mm-hmm. in the analogy I use in the book is even though the farmer plants the seed, tills the soil, <laughs> you know, has it getting sunlight and watering the proper amount, the proper amount of fertilizer, there's a point at which there's nothing for the farmer to do anymore. Mm-hmm. And he has mm-hmm. to simply go back in the house and let providence and divinity of life take over in order to let that intention that's in that seed emerge. Mm-hmm. That's beautifully illustrated. That would be um, if somebody's trying to rush something to happen. Correct. It's like grabbing, yeah. grabbing the plant out Coming before it's need. it's ready. Yeah, Coming and uh, if you harvest it too early, it's going to be a little bit tart that fruit. You know, <laughs> or or if you if if it's too late, it's going to be a little bitter. So there's a timing to everything, and I think the more we get in touch with life, and the more trusting we get, the more intuitive we get about that timing. Mm-hmm. And more in a flow, more and flow. and I do yeah. I do find that for myself that when I'm really attached to uh, outcome, outcome it, right. yeah, time feels heavier or longer, or I feel more impatient versus what I'm really enjoying and what you're talking about the F word, turning it over to faith, and just mm-hmm. really being in life in a flow. Then it then it feels like a lot of grace just seems to come in. Um, one of the things that I read that you wrote um, is you're talking about how when you're in the flow of time, how 
just uh, and you were talking and referring to your spiritual questions that you would just be in this flow and be guided to the right book or right to the information and um, and how it just really brought in answers because you were in this space of openness, awareness, and in this flow that was ha- helping you to connect with more of the answers coming from life itself. So, yeah, tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, that was a really magical time. Um, that really truly continues today. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's such a present state that you begin to see how every single piece of life is always bringing you the information and the answers that you need at the right time or when you're ready for it. This experience right now that's coming into everybody's ears that are listening right now is an exact example of that. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying because it's me. It could be anybody talking about any piece of information. But for this moment, this is the divine universe talking to you and giving you what you are ready to hear at this time. That's really something powerful and beautiful. And so when you're driving down the street and you see a bumper sticker or a license plate, or when you're watching a movie and you start to see the real subtext in the movie that you never saw before, mm-hmm. um, or when you're listening to a song that you've heard the lyrics of hundreds of times, and for the first time you're like, oh my gosh, that's what they're talking about in that song. I never realized it until this very moment. That really reveals to us how life's always talking to us and how the answers are always coming. And the more ready we are, the faster they show up. Mm -hmm. And the Native Americans uh, also, in their relationship to life, uh, saw animals as ways to talking to them and giving them answers or the weather, you know, so, so it is, it really is about just being open to life and, and the, and seeing life as being in relationship with it. Would you agree? Yeah, there's no question about it. The more present you are, the more you see the connection between you and life and how life is always here to serve you. And the more faith you have in that process, the more that becomes part of your everyday flow. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the more time collapses and it becomes more of a timeless experience, a really beautiful, transcendent experience of life. And this is not some la-la, not dealing with truth. And, and this is a very present state where you're very aware of what's going on around you. You're very aware of the systems in place and what needs to be done in order to not disrupt things or create chaos. But when there is chaos or when things do disrupt, it gives you that space to pause and breathe and know you're going to be okay. And mm-hmm. know that you're supported. Yeah. Well, and what I've, uh, what you're talking about has happened to me, you know, quite a few times, but there's two times that were really significant. I actually asked life to show me the answer. And the first time was when I asked the divine what it was that I had a powerful experience. The second time was many years after that, that I felt like I um, had closed a bit from my first experience and asked for more clarity. And I went, I was traveling all over the country with my work and I ended up in California and the woman there was reading a book and she was so excited about the book. I read it and it was life changing, you know, and and I never thought that the information would come through a book like that. And I know you talk about that too. It's, it's very exciting when, when you're open and, and in that flow of time. So what other stories do you see around the working of time. I um, also saw the YouTube with your your friend Michael. Uh, 
And well, that's, that's a great example of how when life throws you chaos, how you can determine time in the process. My One of my best friends from kindergarten was in a tragic car accident a few years ago, and uh, he unfortunately uh, lost his left arm from the shoulder down, and he didn't know how he was going to be able to get through it. And my answer to him was, uh, however you decide however you choose to, however you really choose to accept this situation and move forward. You have multiple options in the way that you handle this, and no one can tell you how to do this but you. This is your journey. But there there are several options that will reduce suffering uh, and reduce uh, fear and, and, and the time in the suffering, and then there are those that will stretch it. And he clearly chose a path where he came to complete acceptance with it and mm-hmm. decided to honor what happened to him by transforming his whole life and inspiring others and showing people that he could do anything that he could, you know, just about anything that he could do before. So the video you're talking about is a video he wanted to play golf again, and he learned how to play one-handed. And not only does he play golf, but he's really, really good. And the <laughs> video on YouTube that I have up is yes. one we were playing, and he hit a drive 242 yards. We measured it out. straight down the middle of the fairway uh, with just his right arm. Uh, It's really impressive. Yeah, Yeah, and you you have that on your website, right? Correct? Yeah, well, it's it's on my YouTube channel at Howard Falco Mm -hmm. um, uh, is where that video is. And it might even be on my website at howardfalco.com as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and um, I mean, I watching that video is quite amazing because just not only did he hit it the ball well, but his confidence—you could just feel him embodying that confidence. And so, did you work with him throughout the whole time of this process? Yeah, I, I did. I, I immediately flew to Chicago after the accident and spent several days with him, and then obviously uh, much time on the phone with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the majority of credit goes to him for getting through that experience and having the will to really take this information to heart and to embrace it fully. And I cannot tell you by that decision how it has positively affected his kids and his wife and, mm-hmm. and all the people around him in his community. He's really um, been an amazing inspiration to so many people because he chose. He chose to take a circumstance where he could have immediately gone one way with it, which mm-hmm. was uh, on the surface a devastating experience, and he chose to take something beautiful out of it, make something beautiful out of it for his life. And so Mm -hmm. that is really how life is constantly bringing us the opportunity to decide how we're going to react, no matter what it is, a relationship, a tragic situation, um, our health, our job. We always have the choice in how we're going to respond to it. But the most important thing to realize is that the creation of your life is found not in what happens, but in the energy of your response. Because it is that energy that is demonstrating what you truly believe to be true. And that is what the universe is responding to. Mm-hmm. So well, and that's a powerful an, thing. Yeah, very powerful. And so what do you do when you're working with, because I have a lot of um, clients that, that work uh, with other people as therapists or healers or or, or what what is your great wisdom that if you find someone before you that really doesn't have the energy or deep desire to make the changes, but they're saying it. So what signs do you recognize and how do you work with them? Well, if they don't have the desire or the will, then there's nothing that can be done. Right, but they're saying they do. So they're, they're well, acting as if. Okay, so if they're saying they do, then I simply point out the difference. Mm-hmm. and let mm-hmm. them make a decision based on that, that the acknowledgement of that truth. 
Mm-hmm. You know, show them the lie. And I don't mean it's in a bad way, but show them the misunderstanding that they're having. And mm-hmm. then give them another opportunity to choose to have the will and the desire, or to show, or to at least demonstrate that they have the will and the desire. I have no um, inclination or no, no desire to force anything about, upon any human being. I believe that everybody is exactly where they're supposed to be. There's a perfection in everything that exists. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do is help to move those along who are looking for this information, who want to understand more, whether it's mm-hmm. a, someone uh, you know, in a professional level at sports or whether it's an individual going through a tough relationship. Um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, uh, but they have to at least want or intend to have this information. Uh-huh. So you're not an enabler. <laughs> no, I, have no I, I feel no inclination. There's no part of me that wants to be a part of my need in this process. Yeah, I get that. That's that's healthy. That's wonderful. So we have a couple minutes um, to closing. And so what would you like to share about your new book, Time in a Bottle, Mastering the Experience of Life? What, what, uh, what, what, what do we need to know or want to know right now in the moment? <laughs> well, if you're looking for more information on how to truly take more control over the experience of your life and of time, then Time in a Bottle Mastering the Experience of Life is a great resource and guide for you for the rest of your life in learning and understanding what it takes to really live a fulfilling, enriching, and empowered life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I would say. You know, There's a lot of different material out there. Um, I believe the interesting thing about mine is that it's, it's in a very direct and relatable way from an everyday person with a wife, kids, a dog, who went through a miraculous experience and was able to communicate that in, in a very mainstream type of language. So mm-hmm. That's great. you've read a lot of esoteric stuff and you're ready for something maybe a little bit more straightforward, um, Time in a Bottle would be for you. Okay, and uh, the website again is? Uh, my website is Howard Falco, F as in Frank, A-L-C-O, dot com, and there's a bunch of resources, and of course the book's available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or any bookseller. All right. Well, thanks, Howard. We appreciate you being on on this show. Appreciate it. All right. Um, So next week's show, we're going to have Dennis Merritt-Jones. And um, he also has a recently released book called uh, Redefining Moments, Becoming Who You Were Born to Be. And um, so we're looking forward to you next week on the show. And we thank Howard Falco once again for his great wisdom and his enthusiasm that he's sharing with so many people. So thank you again, Howard. And everyone have a delightful week and I'll see you next week. We appreciate you joining us for this week's edition of Living the Best You with Janice Darrow. Please tune in again next Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, get ready to have the best time of your life.